1: Let's go. What is
2: up? Welcome
1: back to another episode of Binge Town TV. I am Paul, and here with me today are Dave and Brian. Up, dog. We're back Mm -hmm. with our Binge With Us series covering season two of Amazon's The Boys. Today, we are covering episode six titled
2: The Bloody Door Is Off only two episodes left what are we thinking boys crazy there's only two episodes left that's what i'm thinking but i'm also thinking this is possibly my favorite episode of the entire (laughs) series i'm so excited about this episode everything happens we we finally got the what would you even call it the notorious mallory flashback that we've been dying to
0: get details of this lamplighter situation since season one great episode great episode and i'm gonna have to follow that up with just saying yeah i agree i'm just upset that there's only eight episodes in this season but two more and they're gonna i be. don't even know what's gonna i don't even know what to expect honestly in I, these two
1: episodes w- w- we gotta cover this episode before we can <laughs> because there are so many possible directions this can go um yes. i mean it opens up and i'm so upset that kyle is not on this episode because oh, yeah. this is just pure french rap we all know how he loves it and it's just young frenchy And uh, this is eight years ago. And he is just, you know, doing drugs, the usual shit. And we see he's with Sherry and this new person who we've never seen before. And he's talking about how when he grew up in New York, you know, he was turning tricks, like begging for food when he could. But there was in the shelter, there was always Golden Girls on at night.
2: Always (laughs) has his Golden Girls. Yeah, absolutely right. He said, Sherry, you are my Blanche. And you are my Dorothy, he says to Jay. And then they're like, well, what does that make you, Betty White? He says, what the fucking question? Of course I'm Betty White. <laughs> uh, I think it's Jay snorts a line of coke and then zooms in on Frenchie. Now, who wants to rob a bank? Yeah, that was this sweet. is flashback of Frenchie in the heyday, I guess, like
0: mm-hmm. before the boys. It's basically everything I expected it to mm-hmm. be just Frenchie being Frenchie at his max because he's not being like, you know, controlled or anything like that. But yeah. Frenchie was unbelievable in this scene. Absolutely loved him. So funny.
1: Yeah. Uh, at one point, Jay calls them the Golden Shower Girls, and yeah. Frenchie turns around. And he's like, "That's disrespectful.
0: Don't dare disrespect <laughs> yeah. <them> like that." <laughs> All
1: right. So they, we know that they were getting into some shit eight years ago. Fast forward. Next scene, we get Frenchie and Starlight's on like this workbench table.
2: Yeah. So we flash forward to Frenchie, Huey, and Annie, and. St- Frenchie's getting out this this Saul looking razor blade type thing. Huey's getting squeamish. Frenchie is saying things to Huey like "Uh, this is your first time. I know it's different when it's someone you care about. (laughs) Point of the story is they're trying to get this tracker out of Starlight's shoulder and to get through a soup's super skin. It it's pretty gruesome.
0: You need some power tools. Definitely.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They so. were
0: questioning if whether the thing was going to work. And he was like, if mm-hmm. it's not going to work, then nothing will. And so we see it does actually.
1: Uh, uh, eventually though. I thought it wasn't going to work for a little bit. It was grinding the disc down and all of a sudden it pops. And then yeah, of course blood gets on Huey's face. Like if there's, <laughs> if there's blood in the scene, it's getting on Huey's face. His reaction was so funny was too. So he was,
0: yeah. He was so squeamish and then just immediately applies pressure to the wounds and all this stuff. But, yeah. So funny.
1: That was a big ass tracker too.
0: Yeah. He pulls it out with the tweezers. He says, Bonjour, my
2: little spy. <laughs> Frenchie has some great quotes. This episode, a very Frenchie centric episode. I would say loved yeah, it. We much, were asking much for needed, it. Yeah. because so we
0: got a little bit of mother's milk backstory, not like to the extent of actual like flashbacks, but we got a little bit of that and we just had not had any questions answered about Frenchie. So it's cool
2: for sure. Moving on. We go to Homelander and Stormfront and they are engaging a robber looks just like, just like a, a small operation guy maybe average stuck joke. up a corner store and he's like freaking out with like a couple 20s in his hands worst luck he runs <laughs> into stormfront and homelander and at the you height of their
0: horny yeah <laughs> I, was, I was just gonna say at the height of the relationship and not
2: giving a fuck about human life <laughs> yeah that's for sure because
0: he, he brings out the gun and stormfront smacks it out of his hand and just with that smack Breaks his arm, like breaks it. his hand. Yeah, just he's like begging for hospital, like uh, hospital yeah. assistance. And-, and
1: he was just like, come on, please help me. And they're like, what are we going to do with him? Should we call the authorities?
2: Well, he'll probably just be out in the street in a few weeks. He says something so messed up the two of them sometimes it feels like the justice system just doesn't work anymore and then they in unison say everyone recording on their phone all the time it's like you can't even do your job anymore <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's I'm, rubbing his cock yeah, he, and a little otphj a
2: diabolical otphj
1: <laughs> yeah so good it literally causes homelander to squish his head yeah and you think of he came
0: co- though with that I
1: probably I but, so. but nothing's hotter apparently than doing it over a person you just killed because that's the first urge they have a homelander's pants are halfway down his thigh it looks like he's butters at the urinal in south Park with his pants all the way down it's
0: just it's so weird so weird they're kissing each other like the guy's blood is just all over their mouths and they're just making out like why dude this was like perfect transition just from their like sex from last episode just because it's just them being full-on soups, just using their powers whenever they can, even during sex. and Just, just
2: highlighting that they're also both crazy and sociopaths. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I was getting to, is
0: just they're both sociopaths, exactly.
2: This is where we get the iconic The Boys, the opening credits role. There's no credits. I call it the credits. <laughs> Two words. <laughs> and in the background, the song, I can't see me yeah. loving nobody but you is playing i love the music this season it's been on point kind of like the retro throwback kind of stuff but i don't I, remember I like it guys. being
0: this well done in the first season it's
2: more obvious i think yeah. is what it is like they're they're kind of focusing
0: it but they've been killing it a lot especially of when it joel ties too. in with like their personalities like huey's a big um billy joel guy obviously so it obviously ties in with their personalities but it just makes that the shows that much better it gets you hype for sure
2: Next scene we have is at the boys hideout and this is Annie's first time making it to the hideout. Uh real quick, we do get Homelander
1: and Stormfront kind of oh, exactly. they're in an interview together and it's on a TV screen and it zooms out and just from the few interactions they uh Stormfront and Homelander ha- Homelander had together, you know, touching each other's legs or giggling at each other. Butcher and Kimiko look at each other goes
0: they're fucking yeah like they just <laughs> they just know from that like they are they're insane it's you could i mean you were able to see the sexual tension in past episodes so yeah. they definitely could see it too on tv and they're
2: both so pissed about it too yeah, <laughs> yeah they were so upset
1: but yeah btoms as you were saying this is when annie comes in
2: right and huey says "Ah, oh, don't worry about the rats they're just like pokemon with hep c <laughs> annie so- is just thinking to herself, I can't believe you guys are living here. Yeah. <laughs> like These are dire straits that the boys are living in. Yeah. Anyway, Annie meets Kimiko again, and
1: she says, she says, remember me. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, Kimiko does go in and give her a hug because we're not sure what's going to happen when she says that. Is she referring to when Kimiko was caught by Vought? She was kind of on the table, like under drugs like being held under by drugs and then MM then went to save her with Frenchie and Huey is that
2: is that what she's referring I think to She was probably just referencing the day that Kenji died and they were all in like the sewers together because oh. Annie was there as Starlight with the seven but like Kimiko was there as well and okay. I think the reason they didn't know how that interaction was gonna go was because Maybe Kimiko blamed her for killing Kenji or that death or something like that. But obviously, no hard feelings. I completely forgot that Starlight was there for that when they saved her that first time. So it could have been
0: that. Well, Yeah, because honestly, when I was watching the scene, I was like, I don't even remember them meeting other than like the sewer. And there was like, because Kimiko gave her like a really heartfelt, like she was holding Mm -hmm. her hands and everything. And I was like, I couldn't piece together, but yeah, exactly. It might be what you were saying, Paul, but,
1: but at the same time, I think Kimiko is knocked out because of the drugs, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. We can look that up. The point later. of that
2: scene was there's no hard feelings yeah. between the two and, which is, and Kimiko is accepting, which is sweet. Someone who is not accepting is our boy, Billy butcher though. Um. And he is immediately just confrontational being just so rude and mean looks you. straight
0: in the eyes. Is just like, what's Annie doing here? What's she doing here? <laughs> He's just being himself, as always. Butcher's just not one to get along with others. <laughs> yeah, but
1: Hughie's like, you know, don't worry. We took out the chip. We know what you're going to say. Um, like, like, look, she's fine. Um, and then to get on Butcher's good side, and he says, well, you know what? Like, I can help. Uh, I broke into Stormfront's laptop, and I know there was a bunch of emails from Edgar. And she was saying they were close to a breakthrough at this place called Sage Grove Center.
2: It's a psychiatric hospital in Pennsylvania.
1: Let's go Pennsylvania. Shout Pennsylvania to PA. Shout which to PA. yeah, I, we do want to reiterate it is a psychiatric hospital because last episode uh, we said that and then we were, we were like oh wait no it's a hospital it is actually a psychiatric <laughs> court. we find out because we find out all the patients inside yeah we see um, so. Uh, There was this one detail that I didn't even catch in this conversation. Emily actually showed it to me. uh, Butcher calls Annie Chum. She's like, oh, Chum, like early in the relation or in that conversation. Jesus. And later on at the end of this conversation, he says, you know, Annie's coming with us if we're going to Sage Grove, because if we go in there and get caught, we're going to give her over to Vaught. And be like, look at the soup that turned on you. So, like, you don't jump into shark water without bait.
2: Yeah, I really Shh. like that line. Butcher the, referred to her as Chum earlier in this scene. Yeah, that's pretty good, actually. Oh, I did not did pick up on that. Sh- yes.
0: Okay, I see what you're saying. And
2: he brings ah, it back full circle. Yeah. Don't yeah. come in without Chum. Ah, that's good. Emily showed you that.
0: Yeah, shout out Emily. Yeah, shout out Emily. So that I mean, just little shit like that is just so awesome to have in the show. It shows the the attention to detail the writers have when you know it's not just spitting. And- just nonsense i I
1: mean it's not like the pinnacle scene of the episode like they're putting in these details in every little section yeah which is so cool like the the little poster in the back of the haitian king's hideout of liberty or i'm sorry of potclaw being the actress in a film like that shit's so cool yeah
0: it's all great but
2: annie is now going to be coming on her first official the boys mission i know she's like been around them on some of their shenanigans but mm-hmm. this is her official one being with the boys for a mission yeah right? she's been Go.
0: indirectly working like because she's worked with huey she's technically like yeah. kind of worked with the boys too but yeah the first time count it yeah count talk it on that, up yeah. for annie slash
2: starlight moving on we have mave and the deep in mave's trailer and mave says to him he kind of walks into the trailer she says what are you doing you can't be seen here he's like I'm allowed to see my friends. Nobody's going to stop me from seeing an old friend, Maeve. (laughs) Uh, Maeve is watching on TV a commercial for Brave Maeve Bars. Just (laughs) Brave Maeve Pride Bars. And it's It's the cheesiest shit ever. Oh
0: my God. I didn't even realize that. (laughs) Maeve must hate her life right now. I couldn't imagine just
2: being outed and flaunted like a... Yeah, It's horrible.
0: Yeah, she's being portrayed as this just like focused only on being... Lesbian, which even she's yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. But yeah, exactly, she is just not happy.
1: <laughs> so Mave's like, all right, deep, did you do it? And he was like, ah, well, no, unfortunately, no black box, but I did find something else. So I talked to my guys, right? Like the school of halibut, they're these rowdy motherfuckers, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and and he me- cuts them off like deep. Come on, yeah, <laughs> shut the up. fuck about your fish.
1: <laughs> I love the deep so much. So basically. He pulls out a GoPro and he was like, I found this in the wreckage. Or one of my boys found this up near Iceland. And basically, this is referring to the plane incident from season one where Homelander and Maeve left all those people to die. She's bringing this back into play, which is I never really saw this coming back.
2: They didn't explicitly say we know that Deep and Maeve were planning on working together but we didn't explicitly know that Maeve asked him to dig up dirt on Homelander. And now it's kind of coming full circle. Great play on Maeve's part because she probably knew about where the plane went down and the deep is the only person who could possibly get to that wreckage. So that was Maeve making moves.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it was really good to see her. Like we were talking about last episode, it was good to see Maeve kind of grow some balls and actually stand up to Homelander. And now we're seeing this plan come together, and I really hope it works out.
2: <laughs> I unfortunately think Maeve might be a little out of her element taking on the big dog and Homelander. I hope it works out for her, too. I don't think it's going to work <laughs> out for her I fully. The- I think between her and Elena, I'm not sure if they're both going to make it.
0: Yeah. yeah b- based off what we've seen, it's so hard. I, I'm, I'm with you, though. I don't think they're going to make it. We
2: got some more scenes from this. As of right now, the reveal is later that there's the plane wreckage video on the GoPro. Yes. We didn't really know what was up when we first saw this scene
0: no Live, right. i mean i
2: mean no. when he i kind
0: of had a i feel like when i was watching though i kind of just assumed that it was from the plane wreckage just, when, yeah. when the
1: deep said the black box that's usually like a sign of the plane wreck like good the job. black box has all the information of everything that happened on the plane right
2: good on this scene yes yep moving on we have ashley and a train ashley hot off of a really good ashley episode too and they're watching on an ipad some white dude rapping about a
0: train it's actually and- not just any white guy it's the actual music composer for the boys is it really yeah it's, that's awesome it's him, yeah that is, is, is that, uh, some amazon trivia Yeah, some. yeah the general <laughs> trivia is back this week baby <laughs> Lovely.
2: we love it we missed it yeah Oh my god, Ashley,
1: dude, you have the line. No, do you have the line? She goes, "Isn't it lit?" Your
0: very I own cringed. anthem, dude. I yep. cringed a little bit actually when she said that, <laughs> but it's like she said it the way she's supposed to say. It, you know, it's supposed to be yep. cringy. Like, oh they're going god. out to she's Lil to Nas X
2: for the recording. Yeah.
0: Adrian yeah. <laughs> a- <laughs> wasn't happy about that. I was like, I'd be so. A- hyped. train is so over it right now. He's, yeah. That's also I, it. too yeah. he's
2: learning how to deal with it. He's monotone, just saying things like, "It's fine." It's okay. He's he's just trying to get through this right now. I really like where A Train's at right now. He he went from being like such an awful person and character to like a guy who's
0: starting to get some redeemable qualities. Yeah, yeah. the redemption's mm-hmm. potentially there for a train, but and we'll see how it goes.
1: Honestly, it's just him getting knocked off his pedestal. Yeah. I, I mean, he was the fastest man alive. That was everything. Now that he's the second. He doesn't have anything because
2: nobody really cares about. The- I mean, I'm sure he, he's not even the second anymore. He can't even run. Yeah. Um, so he says to Ashley, I'm going to take a ten-one, which apparently means going to the bathroom. I had to look it up. He says, Ashley, I'm going ten-one. It means taking a bathroom. Is break. that just like a Hollywood thing? Oh, I've no. never heard that. I have before. no clue. Yeah, I had 10-1. to look it up, but that's what he says. It means I'm going on a bathroom break. I'll as definitely he's be walking using away, <laughs> as he's walking away, makes eye contact with Stormfront, who just gives him the absolute stink eye. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we know it, there's some button heads there.
1: Yeah, especially after last episode. Yeah, um, sure. But as A-Train is walking away, uh, somebody w- runs up to Ashley, and Ashley's like, don't tell me you haven't found Starlight yet. Right. So I-, I like how they don't throw that in there right in your face, but they do have it in the background because, I mean, that's a huge plot hole. Like, Starlight has been not going to work basically every single day so there's people looking for her. so that the fact that they addressed it makes me really happy
2: i got mad parallels to season one when stillwell was like saying to ashley don't tell me you haven't found translucent yet mm, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah
0: okay That's there you perfect, go. yeah right? i never thought right. about that yeah. yeah okay i thought
2: it was so funny but i i like that you highlighted that mm. they didn't throw it in your face because it was real subtle yeah, in the background starlight's missing it's great um it did, uh where was that? Up, yeah, yeah, that's where I was Go getting ahead. at So Dude, A-Train's The best quote coming <laughs> up
1: A-Train's walking away uh, And all of a sudden you hear Oh, the deep, what, what Like, he's like dabbing and shit <laughs> yeah. And A-Train's like, get the fuck out of my face He's like, what are you doing here? He's just in his mood, he's not ready to talk to anybody Yeah, And the deep, the worst Undercover agent ever, he's like, oh, I'm just here to us You know, I'm just I'm just around, like, literally almost blows it <laughs>
0: he's horrible i'm here to see Maeve. Uh-oh. i thought
2: he was so good i honestly thought that was quick thinking because yeah he got asked point blank and he didn't have a reason he but he he like turned
1: around it. and almost pointed he was like oh i'm here to see ah nobody but yeah, yeah no, he reason.
2: immediately turns the tables and puts the the onus back on a train he says hey man i've been thinking about you i'm sorry i see what i see what Vaught's trying to do to you yeah talk about being ass fucked with a soup can am i right <laughs> That was like, where I'm like,
0: where the hell did that come from, D? You hear, you hear that term or phrase a lot, but you, soup can, like, what the fuck, like, <laughs> where's that he's come wild. from? wild. Yeah, he's
2: Deep, just D is a top three character for me right now. I, I
0: completely agree. Hated him so much, season one. He, well, you ever he you had every so reason funny. to hate him.
1: Season every one. time he's on the screen, I'm so happy. Yeah. Like, now I'm, it's
0: just like, what's he up to? What's this guy doing?
1: So A Train's like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I don't know what you're saying. I'm fine. And
2: under Armour, Nike deals are coming in.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's basically just in denial that he's basically getting kicked out.
2: I don't think it's denial. It's, I think he's trying to keep up a positive attitude in front of the Deep.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah, that's a better way because we did get that resolution last episode when he does give the speech yeah. in the movie. He, that is kind of him accepting it. So you're right. Yeah, it's, it's more of
0: just an acceptance, I would say. soon the Deep says, that. oh, dude, that's great to hear. Well,
2: uh, I guess... I guess you don't need his help, or uh, you, you know, never mind. Forget I even said anything. A
0: train that was a around. great la- line for uh the deep too, because he like subtly snuck that in there. Yeah, yeah, he's just like, I'll he's make him a little interested. We'll see if he's interested. If he responds, like, yeah. who's he? And that's exactly what A Train cast the line, walk away. Yeah, wait, talk to who? Yeah, would hey. you like a fresco? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: lost it. Pulls it right out of his little knapsack satchel. I, I was like, he's one of them, dude. He's one of them. Like I hope we get
0: some more backslide on the Fresca itself. I mean, it's still dude, absolutely I, hilarious, I have, but I
2: have accepted that it's just like
0: a thing. The they Church of the Collectives,
2: like Pavlonian dogs, like whenever they hear the bell, they expect food. Treat. Like, give them a fresco Oh my god. Offer a fresco. Offer a fresca and then just give them positive church vibes or something okay. like that. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I think. Okay. It it's, okay. it's, it's like a very subtle sort of brainwashing. Yeah, but definitely brainwashing <laughs> yeah. we'll, it's we'll now
0: see. confirmed brainwashing, definitely. At this Maybe point you
2: associate the church of the collective with utter hydration. Makes <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <That's laughs> sense.
1: There's there's more fresca later in the episode. There oh, is, yeah. Um, so now we get the boys, they're in this stakeout van and mm the boss that he is he's on his laptop he's researching he's saying sage growth center is a subsidiary of can you guess it and they're like Vaught. so now they are all dressed up in scrubs it's mm Frenchie, and kimiko all dressed up in scrubs they're ready to infiltrate um sage Kim- center yeah kimiko has these brass knuckles and French is like, what does that say? Does that say bossy? Like (laughs) this is what you're using your blood money. Like your hit money for
2: bossy with dollar signs for the S's. She gives like a little smile.
0: She's just like, yeah, this is, this is what I'm doing with it. (laughs) Get over it. It's awesome. Love that for Kimiko. She's a little
2: bit of a badass now. Yeah. I like where Kimiko is at too. hundred percent agree.
1: So they're going over their plan. Um, Those three are infiltrating starlights going down to help them get in um as they're leaving butcher makes it a point to stop Frenchie and say like hey don't get caught and he says i never do
0: and at that point in time you obviously know they're gonna get caught or something it's gonna <laughs> shit's gonna hit the fan and Danny,
2: importantly is going to help them get in but butcher she's not makes, actually she going wants in. to go in with them butcher is really mean about shooting her down so
0: another scene where they butt heads he's just but, basically like everyone in there would recognize you there's yeah. no reason to go he, he brings but up he a valid like point yeah he but he says it like an he's ass he's so exactly. mean
2: about it huey mm-hmm. just looks up says can you just chill man yeah he's please so frustrated for one about the situation this is exactly
0: how he was treating huey when i mean he still does but like when yeah. they first met it was the same thing just mm-hmm. you know just be an asshole yeah
2: but yeah we get <laughs> the only frenchie don't get caught never do and then fade to the flashback of when he to got caught of when he got caught he, <laughs> <now>. <laughs> he was he's literally sitting in the interrogation
1: room and in walks mallory and she what does she say like weaponized xanax so cool so
2: insanely cool the grenades you used on behemoth during the bank heist assumedly this is the repercussions or the fallout of the bank heist from the first scene so it went wrong they got caught weaponized xanax yeah behemoth like his power stems from his rage. He's kind of like the Hulk, I yeah. guess. And he just threw Xanax at him. So he couldn't get angry. It's pretty genius. That is so cool. Yeah. And that's the kind of way Frenchie thinks. That's why he is one of the boys. That's what mm. he does. But Mallory starts rattling off these names. Cause Frenchie denies, denies, denies. He's like, fuck you. What about cold snap two months ago or mal chemical before that you've been, you have a trail of taking out these soups. I could use a guy like you. So cool mallory oh. says you're looking at 20 to 25 years or you could work for me and Frenchie is standoffish she still says fuck you yeah, not, he, he says madam fuck you <laughs> <laughs> love Frenchie. Frenchie's the man mm. but sticking to his guns until mallory brings up well that's too bad for you and your friends sherry and jay they're looking at you know 30 years in supermax in colorado
1: yeah, we have, like, the head of the Aryan Brotherhood in there, yeah. like, so, some other. She's
2: going to send his friends to the worst imaginable prisons. Frenchie says, you can't do that. Mallory just laughs. <laughs> I Central love this. I can do whatever the hell I want. She
1: just she just looks at him and then just does the scoff. And, we're like, <coughs> and then starts laughing, gets up and walks away. Like, she can do whatever the fuck she wants, like you were saying. And then he goes, wait, wait what work do you do and then she goes in closes the door
2: how much time you got my (laughs) goodness mallory has been really good this season i did not think after the first season how we left her that we were going to get as much as her as Uh, we have i didn't think we were going to get i I honestly
0: was thinking the same thing as Mm -hmm. i was watching i was like i totally expected mallory to just not be a character really honestly anymore like she kind of helped out butcher did her part came to amends Mm -hmm. with him and kind of left and i honestly wasn't expecting to see her so soon and yeah she's been doing a great job
2: by reputation i always considered her in my head as obviously the former leader of the boys and the creator of the boys but probably a better leader than butcher ever was like Definitely. had her shit together more treated the people better was the best leader for the boys absolutely i 100 percent agree a boys legend i Doesn't hope mean. she comes back into the woods permanently
1: that would be sweet but she's too old. I don't know. There's no well, way. Well, she we she does have a line later. We'll get to it. Mm. So we get to Stormfront and Homelander, and they're kind of walking on the movie set. And Homelander's like, "Hey, like, coming to my uh, coming to my van real quick? Or, not my van. It sounds like he's a fucking
0: <laughs> yeah. come <laughs> to my van. I got some chocolate. <laughs> my trailer. My trailer. Quick. That's what I have looks.
2: a surprise for you. He says. Yeah. But he says it kind of. I've got a surprise for you. Yeah. Basically
1: his penis so (laughs) she's like no like i have to i have to go to Vault tower i have to see my social guys and homelanders just like he's pissed blah like come on blow it off like come on let's just go in real quick and he is basically just can't take no for an answer
0: this is like his control freak inner control freak just coming out he's just like he really wants her inside the trailer and she's just she can't
1: she's like yeah like give me 20 minutes I'll, i'll be right back and then you can do me wherever or something you like that. You can
2: surprise me wherever you want. I was he brings close. the surprise me back in. Homelander says, "Oh, okay." Then he creepily walks inside, stands in his trailer in the dark, but we find out that his surprise was a bouquet of flowers for Stormfront with a little XO Homelander on it. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's thanks for it's thanks for
0: a great day. Oh man, of of killing a dude. Just, and
2: am I feeling bad for Homelander? I no, said that to Emily. I definitely
0: did not feel bad. I was like, this is creepy. Like they just started banging. He's about to basically propose, like on the spot. Propose? It seems like. That's giving a girl some flowers. That's just. She said, "Thanks for going. having. Thanks for letting me fuck you." Like over know, a dead just, body that we killed. Yeah, could I don't know. It was weird to me.
1: But no, B Tom's. I 100 agree. I was like, what. Incredible writing that I feel bad for Homelander right now. Yeah. This dude who just doesn't give a shit about anybody. Like, I actually feel bad because he was going to do something nice and it backfired. And then I realized everything he's done. I was like, no, fuck it. Yeah, no. But yeah, it didn't bad.
2: last long. Those few but there it, it was a sympathetic few seconds. But moving on to the good stuff, we go back to the boys at the Sage Grove facility. We see in the distance, Annie kind of burns them through the wire mm-hmm. fence.
1: So real quick, I just want to hop in. Mm-hmm. This is another little detail that the show puts in that is just so incredibly cool that they do it because there's absolutely no need. Butcher's on top of this van and watching them through a scope of his sniper. And as Burn, uh, Jesus, as Bernie, as Starlight <laughs> burns the fence and gets them in, she uses her little flash powers. Butcher is. Looks looking away. through like the scope, looks away, and he's like, "Oh god, that was bright."
0: Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, they're in." The fact that they actually made him look away is like so cool. I thought that too when I when this scene came up. I was like, "It was nice that they actually, you know, addressed the physics of the world."
1: Yeah, a, a weird realism in this not
2: real at all world. Do we expect anything less from this show it's, at
1: this point? So no. good. No. No.
2: They've been money with it.
1: So they get into the center and. <laughs> they get to a gurney it's it's mm Frenchie and kimiko well,
0: before that isn't that before like i think this is when annie's like walking back to the truck it kind of splits so we okay, establish okay.
2: that butcher huey and annie are staying by the van yeah, we'll and then gone. we establish kimiko mm and frenchy uh, kimiko and mm are posing as orderlies frenchies on the gurney also in orderly garb <laughs> but and then we flash back to annie okay.
1: that was that was a little funny scene how Frenchie says to kimiko get on meaning of the gurney and kimiko doesn't move she's like no you get on yeah
0: that was great yeah i like that a lot
1: um and then yeah so we get back to the van and butcher's hopping down from the van starlight puts up a hand to help him he just ignores you completely and jumps down so she's like all right like it's time to fucking talk about this let's square this away you're you always hate me basically.
2: Huey tries to say this isn't the time or the place. She She's ready to have it out. She says, I think this is the perfect time and place. This is long overdue and justifiably so because Butcher has been irrationally just way over the top mean to her mm-hmm. for too long. This had to happen. She calls him out for saying what you hate about me is in my blood. You think I'm subhuman just because I'm a soup, which is true. Yeah, She has been ride or die for the boys ever since she has been introduced to Butcher and Butcher's just been a jerk. And the we see this time.
0: too a little bit like uh, like briefly beforehand when Annie breaks them in and she's like walking back to the truck, uh Butcher has her in the sniper scope and he's aiming at her head like t- unclicks the safety yeah. and he's ready to fire. Forgot but about But then that. I'm thinking in my head like he, cuz he he turns the safety back on, so he's not going to fire, but I was just in my head I'm just thinking like Butcher's got to be thinking about his wife and his kid and how he's yep. thinking like my wife wants me to change these. This is the kind of thing that I need to realize, like not all soups are bad. So that's when he, I think, comes to that realization and is like, OK, I'm not going to shoot her in the face. But yeah, and then that's where we get the scene of them arguing again. And finally, we see that storm
2: front. It, it cuts their fight off, actually, mm-hmm. because Butcher is just about to respond to Annie confronting him. Also, Annie calls him out, says you're a racist and a bigot, which are pretty big trigger words. Then they are interrupted by something flying overhead immediately i thought it was homelander and they were just completely screwed but it's stormfront making an appearance well, they, would the been, the they would have been
0: screwed if it was if they realized it was stormfront either
2: <laughs> well homelander i feel like homelander has these passive abilities that he can like sense people to stormfront they could at least fly under the yeah radar it's true because i mean he, he
0: has like the x-ray vision like the super hearing it's like you could have a conversation of him like just a whispering and him fly yeah. over and then him hear you i said it because better chance of hiding from storm yeah i agree. guess okay yeah is.
2: but stormfront is in the freaking building that just puts Zero it to up 100%. to 10 right yeah. off the back clearly stormfront not is bad. With,
0: clearly not with her social media group is yeah, yeah. like yeah, Why to Homeland. she literally yes. just told homeland i'm going to social media marketing group and we know she's now at this uh Sight yeah and it is not a good idea to light
2: a homelander no ask madeline still well yeah
1: that scene coming <laughs> up is terrifying yeah. so, so we get <laughs> we get Frenchie in the gurney and mm is knocking on this door yelling at the security guard through the window like help help like he's freaking out like we need an extra set of hands and he's like you know go get help he's like no like we need your help right now opens the door Frenchie pulls out a gun says watch it and the security guard went for his gun, so he got shot. And I was like, wait, like you, you guys like don't kill innocent people, do you? And then as soon as M.M. sits down in the chair and looks at all the screens, which, side note, of course, M.M., the boss, sits in the chair. He is the director. He takes control. For sure. He sits down, I see like, what it actually is. It's a prison cell for all these soups that they're trying. And I was like, okay, now I feel less bad that the security guard is dead. <laughs> he was an <laughs> asshole.
0: I also didn't... Th- I just assumed that, like, he had a bulletproof vest on. I don't know why I thought that. I mean, that. he
2: did, but there was also, like, blood... Yeah. coming. I don't know. He Regardless,
0: did. he's... Yeah, he's fucked up.
2: But, yeah, so this whole facility is kind of like the X-Men New Mutants deal. No, that they was have, exactly what it was. Yeah, they have these soups locked up in a psychiatric ward, and they are keeping them under wraps, clearly in
0: horrible conditions. We and see some cool powers. We see the one dude who's, like, t- like, Basically teleporting all over the room, we like see some cool and some awful
2: powers. We too. see the love yeah, sausage we have... man. We see brothers yeah. love sausage. Yeah, that was <laughs> goddamn. We see yeah, some brothers got love sausage. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, We saw the we saw the corrosive guy who like pukes acid. Yeah, Puking acid, and just, one dude completely ripping holes into the wall, but he's not getting. His anyway. hands
0: are just bloody from just trying to bust through the walls with his bare hands.
1: So obviously this is a prison.
2: But um, most importantly, we see a cell with someone performing telekinesis on like these orbs and then an orderly and stormfront are all in this cell mm zooms in and kind of turns up the volume on that monitor and stormfront i lost my progress well i was also uh, let me
0: uh, while you think about it i just want to cut in and say when you were talking about the uh, the girl with telekinetic powers like kimiko is actually kind of watching her very carefully and to me that almost seemed like she it just instantly reminded of her brother oh like, well, kind yeah of thing. i'm
2: so t- i'm talking about two different people that's cindy i was talking okay. about the guy that doesn't make it, it just past like a random scene. one No, no random. no so stormfront who is later to be revealed as lamplighter and this guy who is like a teenage boy is practicing
0: oh okay that one yeah we do see this girl yes, with a shaved right. head sitting cross-legged is, like, eyeing her up like the camera pans to kimiko like looking at this girl in this room by herself we got so. her name later her yeah, name is cindy, it's cindy so but mm. i just think that maybe yeah, there's gonna be some, some kind of connection kimiko
2: did kind of look at her yeah it mm. was
0: like her attention was solely focused on her so i'm just wondering if there's going to be a connection between those two later
1: so as brian was saying, this patient is performing these telekinetic tricks when stormfront and an orderly walk in and as soon as stormfront walks in mm gets up goes to kimiko and goes it's okay it's okay breathe breathe he knows immediately to go look out for her because she's getting triggered and as uh as this patient is performing the telekinesis he's ends and stormfront's like you know that was good any nausea any headaches and he says no To which stormfront looks at the orderly and says we're getting close
2: i think we're making some progress here yeah yeah but this this poor kid just starts making demands and says i'm not doing any of these dog tricks until i get to see my sister
0: yeah like, can the we mess. go home are and are that was not the, in any position to make ooh, any propaganda not even a little bit and
2: stormfront very sympathetically well.'" says, Oh, well, We'll be able to work something out, and no sooner than she has like turned the corner, she shoots lamp lighter a look, and it's just like a frown. Mm-hmm. This poor guy, lamplighter just cues him up, flexes lighter, and this is lighter say titty
0: on it, titty committee. Titty. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even committee. see the committee. I just saw titty, and I was like, why titty?
2: <laughs> we saw it last episode. Right, yeah, okay, titty yeah. committee lighter. It's an awesome lighter. Yeah, it is. No, it
0: was a really cool Zippo lighter for sure.
2: But yes, this is the lamp lighter reveal. Awesome reveal, by the way. I'm, mm. I'm so glad we're getting to see Lamplighter this episode, but the boys also recognize him and no pun intended. It's a very incendiary reaction yeah. <laughs> because Frenchie right. is just thinking Lamplighter. That's fucking Lamplighter. I didn't recognize him without the suit and the mask. Fucking Lamplighter. We have to kill him. Of course. <laughs> yeah. I love what he says. We have to kill him. Of course. <laughs> For Colonel Mallory. It's I, it's
1: so good. I mean, he's just triggered immediately. wants to kill him mm calms him down of course but oh, obviously guy. this is way more shit than they thought they were gonna have to like deal with not only a storefront there but lighters there in a hospital of soups like jesus
2: Two members of the seven or former seven—that's that's no joke to yeah. be dealing with two of them. Oh my on god! The same I didn't even bay. think about that. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah.
1: mm mm Stone Frenchie, like we can't deal with this right now. We're here for another reason. They gra- They start grabbing either like videotapes or just like like computer CPU units, putting them on the gurney, and they're gonna try to smuggle them
0: out and take them down. Oh, it also is important to mention too that Kimiko uh, like basically has a panic attack. The moment she hears stormfront's voice like uh stormfront's talking to Lamplighter, or, or the the psychic guy and i think it's just important because it does come into play a little bit later i think
2: paul mentioned that like mm yeah. had to like talk her down right yeah. when stormfront okay. made an appearance yeah. yeah i
0: just think it was just like a panic attack right just from mm-hmm. seeing her and hearing yeah. her yeah. yeah
2: but on the way out frenchie's on the gurney mm and kimiko still obviously as orderlies are pushing them down the hall trying to make a quick exit but Frenchie just can't contain him himself. <laughs> and he just stares down <laughs> Lamplighter as they pass in the hallway. Doesn't blank and if you're Lamp on a lighter, journey, sh-
0: like is has a look on his face that says like I definitely know you from somewhere. Well, like you're not. Well, supposed he's to be
2: also here. a soup and can tell when when mm. something's not right on at the scene. Well, he also did. I mean, yet. he says it later. But no, we'll Dave,
1: there. I 100 agree. He recognizes him almost right yeah, away, and so. and his his facial expression is he's like Wait, it. is that mm. who I think it is? And yeah. then he looks back, and that's when Frenchie jumps yeah, out with the gun. Exactly. Lamplighter turns around with the lighter, is like getting in the, the stance, and Frenchie just being a boss, knows how to handle him. Slaps the lighter out of his hand, and then has him at gunpoint. But as he slaps the lighter, he still sh- Lamplighter still does get a shot off, and it
2: goes and destroys a door, misdirects it right into the cell door. Yeah, and that was the wrong cell door to burn up because it's the who worst walks possible out one. I think, but
0: Cindy. And Love Sausage would have been fine if they busted him out. Like, what, what is that guy <laughs> oh, going to do? What is that guy going to do? But it's Cindy.
1: Mm-hmm. So Cindy comes out and Lamplighter says to her, like, hey, Cindy,
0: <laughs> remember that
1: extra craft shells <laughs> and, and cheese yeah. that yeah. I gave to you? I like you. Like, let's be cool.
2: <laughs> she asked to... She obviously recognizes Lamplighter, but she asks M.M. and Frenchie, you guys are dressed like him. Are you his friends? M.M. says, we ain't his friends. Fuck his ass up. <laughs> that was awesome. Cindy says something weird like, well, I don't like liars, but she's interrupted by some other security guard that just shoots her. Shoots like 10 rounds in her back. She turns around. unfazed, Literally just clutches her fist, and this dude explodes Ugh.
0: all over the hallway. I was it's- having flashbacks to the the cia Rayner yeah Rayner like well and that's what i want to bring up because it was
2: cindy the soup that did that yeah
0: because they were i I don't know if it's this episode or whatever but they were like the boys were was thinking it was stormfront i'm just like there's no way stormfront has that ability like this was clearly something that wasn't stormfront's power
2: but it might be stormfront it could also be because stormfront has her fingertips uh, fingerprints all over the oh, facility. I see. Okay, so I maybe see, she yeah. had Order access to Cindy, Cindy and forced her to do
0: it. But yeah, yeah. I was having major Rainer flashbacks. Yeah, 100 percent
2: I think this is the
0: power that did it. Yeah, right off the bat, I think this is the most powerful power we've seen, right? Because this is this it's almost the same power, if not the same as Kimiko's brother. I'm just said. thinking,
2: how good is it stronger. at
0: neutralizing other
2: soups like Homelander? Could That's she true. do that to Homelander? That's true. Obviously. Lamplighter, we we kind of tell is one of a more fragile soup. Like, I think he could die from a gunshot, but Annie has yeah, hard skin. Homelander can say. take a gunshot. Black I don't noir. Th- this would be really really overpower if she could do that to one of the powerful soups. Yeah. So I, I wonder. Think,
0: and I think Kimiko's brother was fragile too. Like he had this definitely. power and was fragile, but she clearly is built from the same genetics as Homelander in my mind.
1: So. She turns around, demolishes the guard, all the boys in Lamplighter immediately turn the other way and run, and then Cindy, one by one, starts cranking all these doors off their hinges, Yeah, and of course, out comes all the psychos,
2: everyone, (laughs) and they are looking to kill some orderlies. Mm Mm-hmm. So all the boys run back to the security room, right? Mm-hmm. And they lock themselves in there. That's probably the sake- safest place in the facility. Uh, I think
0: there's an exchange between Lamplighter and Frenchy. L- tensions are still high. He's because Lamplighter's like I'm basically going to the front door. Right. You guys aren't you guys aren't coming with right. me. Right. He says only I know the security code and there's no way I'm going to let help you guys
2: escape with me. No sooner does he say that than acid breath guy literally busts through the door, tackles him and starts like puking acid all over the floor. He dodges the first one and then Kimiko just one hands him, like throws him on his back. He pukes up into the air and then like all the acid gets over his face and it just starts melting,
0: melting, melting instantly. Like, why would your skin not be because he's it's like already I'm imagining when he's vomiting this stuff up, it's touching his face sometimes.
2: We get a we get a quote later from Lamplighter that leads us to believe that not all soups are created. Yeah, equal, and that's what I was, that's and I what think I was he's one say. of the more abomination mm-hmm. type of soups. No, I, agree. I mean,
1: we get Cindy, who is like one of the most powerful powers, and then we get fucking
0: Puky McGee. Completely agree. He was a he was a mess up Compound V patient. One 100%. of the worst possible powers you could have. Yeah. I um. So, so
1: yeah, he does get a little burn, a little acid yeah. on his arm. Um, so he stands up after they're watching this guy's face dissolve and Lamplighter goes, okay, you guys can come.
2: Yeah. Lamplighter finds out real quick that he needs help getting out of here. Yeah. He wasn't going to handle that on his own. So then we flash to the other half of the boys, which is Huey, Annie and Butcher back at the van. Huey sees somebody get exploded. Yeah, he's looking though. He's looking through the binoculars yeah, or something Perfect. and blood just splatters all over the windows so he knows something's going on in there and Mm -hmm. he starts to get a little panicked and then i think annie walks towards butcher butchers on the phone trying to contact the people in the facility can't get a hold of them Mm -hmm. but there's an escaped patient Mm -hmm. who is walking past them and butcher more or less is trying to let this kid pass and just saying oi hey mate No problem here. Just keep on walking. Yeah, we don't. We don't want no issues. We're all friends here. Right. Kiwi gives him a little half smile and mm-hmm. wave.
0: I guess the, the half smile wave just didn't do it justice. <laughs> yeah, he did not sell the smile. The
1: patient is like, I don't want them to hurt me again. And to which Butcher's like, Ah, we're not going to hurt
2: you. Like, are we? The patient's justifiably spooked.
0: Yeah, yeah I mean, he's his. Basically, I'm guessing for years, this guy was just no nothing but torture. So he doesn't trust mm-hmm. really anybody.
1: So he does his power, which is basically like an energy wave, a ch- like a explosion. shock wave. Basically, I yeah. don't even know. Just basically a bomb.
2: Yeah. It knocks everybody off their feet and it like tumbles the van over and over. while wow, They're all coming to Butcher fires three rounds into this dude's chest. So which
1: those three rounds incredibly grooved right in the heart. Butchers a good shot. Yeah. <laughs> that that <laughs> I was a good, that
0: too. That well, was actually, a good shot. I actually didn't that. notice that. He's like a deadpool almost kind of mercenary yeah he's a boss but immediately he goes huey
1: and runs over so yeah. it's good to see this little soft side of butcher he, he cares about
0: Huey. he says fuck
1: off and you're a piece of shit a lot to him but he cares about him so they go over to him they kind of open the back door huey like stumbles out and he's like oh i'm fine i'm fine And then you look down, and he's a huge shard of metal sticking out of his abdomen. Yeah,
0: he got poked. (laughs) He got (laughs) got totally stuck with it. I don't know. Maybe he just put that there himself. I don't know. Also, Uh, (laughs) he's wearing a Billy Joel shirt. Did not notice that. It was
2: an album cover. I think The Stranger by Billy Joel, but... That's sweet. Yeah.
1: Butcher's yelling at Starlight, like, come on, cauterize it. We got to get him to a hospital. And Starlight's like... Uh, I can't. He must have destroyed the battery. I need power and able to use it (laughs) to which Butch is like, it's a pretty fucking shite power, isn't it? (laughs)
0: Which I didn't know that. And yes, it is a shite power. Dude, I thought the same thing. I was like, this is actually like a huge weakness for Starlight. If she is not around any electrical current, she's useless i mean i don't she's still strong she's still she's bulletproof she's is, still like, bu- strong. bulletproof and strong yeah yeah but, she still like has those superhuman powers but yes her actual power power is useless um, not i mean obviously in a usable. modern in a modern society where electricity runs everywhere i'm sure finding a location like this is difficult but still i think it's, it's a big a, achilles it's a, heel yeah it's a big flaw for someone who we thought was invincible for sure so
2: she can't cauterize the wound, and Butcher starts scrambling. Says, Well, then we got to get him to a hospital. And he says, That could take forever. He says, Well, I'm not going to just watch him bleed out in front of me. So they literally start hoofing it onto the street. They don't know where they are. And he asks about the others. Butcher says, They're on their own. Yeah.
1: Classic, the boys. We Move- got to take care of ourselves. Oh, yeah.
2: Moving on, we have Homelander back at the trailer. He's just kind of spazzing out internally, looking at this flower arrangement, like moving the card to just the perfect spot. And then you just see on his face, like things aren't okay with Homelander. (laughs) Cue a trailer fire. And in the wreckage, we see Homelander just overlooking Mm -hmm. the scene.
1: Ashley's in an ambulance. She's all like destroyed. And the same assistant comes up to her. And she's the first thing she says is, Don't fucking tell me you still haven't found Starlight. <laughs> yeah. So that's still going on in the background. Mm-hmm. Then Stormfront comes flying in, lands next to Homelander. What happened here? Electrical fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, n- not died through a tantrum and blew up everything. Electrical fire.
0: He's asking about the meeting and she's you know playing it off as if it went well and he's like you're lying
2: calls her out (laughs) says i was by the tower and nobody saw you there where were you stormfront and he's just putting her on notice
0: knows that she's been lying Mm -hmm. and he got so attached so easily he's just Mm -hmm. stalking her man i thought for sure after this stormfront was gonna be like okay this guy's a total weirdo well
2: she tried to say that too and Homelander said I just wanted to ask you about your meeting I was just curious dude feeling bad for Homelander again she yeah. tried to say you what you're checking in on me now
1: he's so like slick too when like he doesn't bring it up right away he just says how's your meeting she says whatever and then he's like well i gotta go I gotta run lines with whoever like wow. scene 48 tonight like it's crazy a real magilla like he just doesn't like give it like he's throwing shit out there to distract you but in the mean
0: like back of his mind he's like dude i want to kill you so badly and he almost i, I thought for a, for a second they were going to go into battle because he puts his hand around her neck too starts like clutching it not just their normal kinky shit but like mm-hmm. starts clutching it she's kind of getting a little this is the first time we see stormfront like afraid almost is in my mind is he, what I she thought. did look terrified yeah. when he flew she, away
2: which leads me to believe that homelander's even stormfront top dog, who is a very very strong soup is still like three tiers below so i think homelander. we talked about
0: this a couple podcast episodes too i was kind of making a case for stormfront being yeah. as strong as homelander but i think right here proves that homelander's top mm-hmm. dog
1: So we get next scene and we get Enya playing sell away, sell away, sell away. And we get our boy, the deep A train and the head of the church of collective who we were introduced to last episode in the commercial. B times. Do you have his name? Alistair Adana. You called it. You said, I think we're going to be seeing more of him. Um, And he definitely, I think is going to be a big character as well. He came back. Um, they're at the dinner
2: and I think it's a lunch actually I think it's oh, the middle of the afternoon it is it totally is first thing he says is deep your numbers amongst women have been going up quite nicely mm-hmm. he, we, we can already see that this guy just kind of has his claws in deep and it's oh, a yeah. weird relationship between him the church of the collective we're, we're just starting to get into what this organization is all about
1: so as Brian said they're all at lunch all three of them have fresco soda cans oh yeah <laughs> sitting out oh, in front of oh, their yeah. plate so what's his name alistair alistar
2: it's a-i-r alistair Adana.
1: yeah uh so he looks at a train he's like hey a train so what's on your mind he's like i i don't know i mean deep invited me here um really
2: nice lunch yeah i'm just having
1: a really nice nice lunch i guess deep he's what's like, on your mind <laughs> Oh, I think fucking A-Train is trying to sabotage my career since A-train's the beginning. He's
2: like, what?
1: <laughs> He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I'm getting attacked. And Alistair's like, oh, boy, oh, boy. Looked like we got ourselves a nice old truth exchange. A-Train is like, fuck this. I'm out. He gets up to walk immediately. Yeah. And Alistair starts reeling him back in with the... He, he actually cuts pretty deep. He says "Um,
2: for a man with seven figure debt, a heart condition and heavy withdrawal. Do you really think you have the luxury to get up and leave from yeah. this table right now? Perfect. I mean, this truth.
1: Yeah. Uh, first of all, I didn't know he was seven figures in debt. That's yeah. news to me. That's a lot. There was
2: that. a line drop earlier this this episode when they were talking about a train's new anthem ashley says maybe you can use the prince guitar in the video and he says i had to sell it
1: oh and, yeah yeah good guess so, yeah Ties okay so he is going
2: through the shit mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's the truth and a train says how do you know this did the deep tell you this and it flashes to the deep who has this fa- look on his face like yeah <laughs> playing dumb <laughs> i don't <laughs> his know money but Uh, Alistair Adana says hey the church knows a lot of things we were pretty powerful we have people that are connected I can help I can help get you back into the seven and that starts with you just sitting down and listen to deep tell you his truths a train reacts exactly how I would react if I was at lunch and halfway through realized I was trying to get pulled into a cult. (laughs) <laughs> he just jumps up and then, but clearly this guy is rich and powerful, and A Train needs that. He might he's mu- checking he off all the, the points too. You know, he's
1: just he's spitting knowledge to A yeah. Train. I-, I mean, this is exactly what happened to the Deep in episode one. Uh, I mean, he as soon as the Eagle Archer, he's like, oh, you know, tell tell Carol about your you know drinking and and the women. The Deep yeah. goes. I don't know what the fuck this is, but it's fucking weird, and I'm leaving. It's exactly what yep. A-Train does, and yep. he gets pulled back in, and now he's, I swear, if A-Train's going to be under the thumb of the Church of the Collective now, too. Sipping on Fresca, too, Bro, I, believe, I was just about they? to say, yeah, yeah, he's, he's on- got
2: to be, this is the second confirmed Fresca A-Train has <laughs> drank. <laughs> you know what they say, man. Three don't. Frescas, you're done. You're, you're in the You're church. in. Yeah, you're in the church. So <laughs> I love the deep scenes. They're so fun. so good. But moving on to the meaty stuff, we go back to I call them the facility team. It's just Kimiko Frenchie, and now Lamplighter and M.M. Mm-hmm. And they're hunkered down in, I guess it's the the infirmary.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, B-Times, you would probably know the best name for this room. Is it the infirmary? It's where they keep all their medicine,
2: like it's all their stock. Closet. I don't know. Dare I call it the Medicus? <laughs> they're in the Medicus. Fuck yeah, I'm calling it the Medicare. Yeah, So they're so, in the Medicare. Frenchy eyes
1: light up immediately. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, my God, it's beautiful. I think he's speaking in French a little bit. That's how you know he's mm-hmm. excited. So obviously, right away, there's a little standoff. Um, MM is approaching Lamplighter and is basically saying, like, w- why should we trust you? Like, w- after you've done this to all these people and he says, maybe I like to watch people burn.
0: Um, That's what sets off.
1: And then Frenchie starts freaking out. He's going over because the subject of Mallory's grandchildren get brought up. He's freaking out. He basically wants and what sets him off a lot. later looks at Frenchie and says, you were telling me the whole night. Why didn't you stop me? Maybe you like to watch people burn, too. Hmm. And that's when Frenchie freaks out. He starts swinging at him, speaking in French. And M.M. grabs him. It's holding him back. Tries comforting him, tells him, breathe, breathe, it's okay. It's so good. First, MM did it to Kimiko when he saw Stormfront, and now Frenchie when Lamplighter's there. He's just the
2: best. MM's the
0: dad of the group. He he's is. the only is one him. that can keep calm in these kinds of situations. But I that like. takes us to
2: the flashback of the original boys. MM. M. M. Awesome to see.
1: MM is just holding out a ring, showing Frenchie, and he's like, I think this is the one. All right. I'm going to ask her a question. I don't want to hear no bullshit about how you're going to get tired of the same pussy. This is the one. (laughs) And
0: (laughs) And Frenchie hugs him.
1: Yeah.
0: He's genuinely happy for her.
1: Hell yeah. And this is the boys on an old mission. It's Frenchie, M.M., Mallory, and Butcher with a slicked back hair. Yeah. They're in this warehouse. Um, They're waiting for somebody. Butcher looks serious as hell looking out the door mallory is like you know congrats mm like oh let me see it brings it over shows it to him Frenchie's like the bachelor party i'm gonna throw you how do you feel <laughs> yeah how do you oh, feel yeah. about transgender strippers and mm's like ah hershey strippers aren't really my thing with or without nuts yeah. but i'm thinking <laughs> about i'm thinking about a golf trip do you golf yeah and all of a sudden Butcher's is like oi so they all get all serious and all of a sudden this dude in the hood and goggles and a giant staff with a lamp in, on fire walks in. It was a cheesy costume. So cheesy. Yeah, yeah, and, and they let him know it. He he, he, he puts in, his he... lamp on the ground, does a little thud, and then they
0: just go, start it, chuckling. He doesn't like, look like a member of the seven. Like He is right here. And not. it's like, if I saw that superhero, I'd be like, this guy is not strong. <laughs> but obviously he's a seven he has star. a really cool power actually but uh, yeah it's he pretty looks lame like,
1: so they're all laughing and he's like what 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 the fuck are you laughing at and butch was like oh sorry mate but you look like one of them baton twirlers and mm corrects him and goes a majorette He was yeah. like yeah a majorette that's the second time mm has done that this season the first time was in the car with huey and starlight and starlight saying oh though you can or, Huey saying to Starlight, like, you can do that voice shaky thing.
0: The vibrato. vibrato. He's doing
2: yeah. a majorette. I just love MM so much.
0: Got a so, history of singing.
2: So Mallory walks up to Lamplighter and says, show, shows him pictures on his, her phone, says, You look good in these. Essentially just says, From now on, you're going to tell us everything that goes on in the tower. They have dirt on him, it, pictures of him up to no good. And now he's their bitch, mm-hmm. essentially. He th- he tries to
1: th- threaten them a little bit. Like, the flame on his lamp gets all high, and Mallory's face doesn't change. She looks at him and says, please don't pretend like you have a choice. Yeah.
2: I also liked that when Mallory says, you're going to tell us everything that goes on in the tower, Butcher says, especially with regards to Homelander. Yeah. Because in this flashback, that must have been when he was like a new recruit to the boys, and he was like, definitely fixated on Homelander. He like is
1: that. like primetime... I want nothing but Homelander's head on a plate. Mm -hmm. Like he is obsessed with killing him.
2: Yeah. But like you said, Lamplighter, you know, flares his lamp. Mallory says, it's funny that you think you have a choice in this. Lamplighter leaves. Mallory voices her reservation saying, I I don't really like it. You shouldn't back an animal into a corner like that. Um, Looks at Frenchie and says, Frenchie, don't let him out of your sight. Yeah. That kind of, makes me think was that like butcher's idea when she
1: said like the whole blackmailing him because when she says like i don't like it like i don't what you what you said and butcher's like whatever like we've got him by the balls now or whatever he's our bitch
2: unclear but i don't know i they all agreed on the plan yeah
1: so we can't even really hmm. blame butcher um but yeah, as you said, she says, Frenchie, don't let him out of your sight." We met him runs off,
2: which ends the flashback for now. That mm-hmm. takes us back to the van squad, which is Huey, Annie and Butcher is the third one there. And they are coming out of the woods. Well, Annie comes out of the woods first and kind of flags down a car and says, hey, my guy, I'm going to need you to get out of the car. Mm hmm and then in the distance it's huey and butcher huey obviously in rough shape right now kind of limping out and this guy says hey listen i'm not gonna just give you my car we're in the middle of nowhere i can drive you to a hospital butcher says uh no problem i'm fbi left my badge in me other pants (laughs) and this guy he's like
1: call my boss
2: (laughs) yeah this guy is not having any of it and butcher says oh okay starts walking away and flashes his gun but before he can pull out his gun this random dude pulls out his gun says this is a stand your ground state like don't fuck with me it points the gun at butcher Annie doesn't want things to escalate but we know butcher he allows them to escalate and annie takes care of business and just kills this guy accidentally Wait. but kills it does guy. she kill him
1: she shoves him yeah. to save butcher because he the guy is about to pull a trigger because butchers an idiot and just keeps on advancing. He's like, you're not going to do shit. Just give me your keys. uh, Such an unfortunate circumstance. The nicest guy pulled over to be nice, to help somebody out. And after everything that is thrown at him with like starlight saying, get out of your car. He's like, like I can drive you to a hospital. I'm not going to give you my car. Like incredibly nice guy. But when he pulls the gun, he's like, She's like, you know, this guy like is oh, dead, almost dying. This guy's not even American. Like, how do I know who you guys are? Incredibly logical. Agree, one hundred percent. But yeah. of course, you know, butchered but is a dick. Advances to him. The guy pulls the trigger. Starlight pushes him. The guy hits his head on the pavement. Starts bleeding. I mean, Starlight rushes over to check his pulse, but the blood is already starting to pool around the back of his head.
2: Yeah, he's
0: dead. Mm.
2: And Annie. We know Starlight. She didn't want to kill the guy, but she did, and mm. that's that's tough. But, but now they have a power source, which is this guy's car. And Butcher acts on his feet, says, "Now you can cauterize the wound." They get Huey's wound cauterized, but it still won't hold for long. They get in the car. Unfortunately, this guy had a car seat in the back seat, so he was a dad, which <sighs> makes Annie feel that much worse. But they're on their way to the hospital, and Huey has his wound cauterized. Yeah, just so sad.
1: Um, that brings us to the uh, facility
0: crew. They're still in the Medicus. We see some of this uh, <laughs> Zanny bomb action going into play from Frenchie. Yeah. M.M.
1: M.M.'s like shop. Well, like shopping. Now's a good time to go shopping. And Frenchie goes, uh, "Un, why not? And Duh
2: this is good.
1: Like we can, yeah. we can use all this medicine and drugs to make a bomb that can stop them. Yeah. Even so a, soup. a
2: soup knockout bomb is yeah. essentially what they're making. But Frenchie and lamp lighter have another interaction. Where a- Frenchie essentially a- says after the night that Mallory's grandkids burned, we went into hiding. We were underground for months and nobody, there was no retaliation. Like nobody ever came for us. And Frenchie says, why, "Why didn't you rat us out?" Essentially,
1: yeah, he's saying, "Why are we alive?" Like yeah. it, it doesn't make sense. And lamplighters, you know, like you're nobody. Like we didn't want to waste time on you. You're just a nobody little person. And Frenchie's like, "No, that doesn't make sense." Like I don't think you told them. And the lamp lighters getting like defensive. He's like, "No, like what are you talking about?" And Frenchie's coming at him, coming, coming at him, coming at him. Um, he's saying things like
2: calling him a monster you're an
1: animal and yeah. he's like i'm not an animal he's like well you burn children alive only an animal would do that like you tell me what you are and Lamplighter finally goes i didn't know he says i didn't know that was supposed to be your boss in that bed i didn't know they were kids and all of a sudden you're like holy shit You can see like the
0: sadness in in his eyes and like self-hatred frenchie can recognize it too frenchie t- kind of takes a pause and is like damn like that that sucks. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: like, I feel bad for this dude. That's literally burning people alive.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, this is this is a big revelation because for the entire series, we've been making Lamplighter out to be like a a stone cold villain who mm-hmm. burned, burned the grandkids yeah. alive. But there's more to it than that. And he,
1: yeah, he looks Frenchie, like right in the eyes and he's almost crying. And he's saying, why didn't you stop me? Like, I wanted you to stop me so badly looking back like you should have stopped me. And that's when we jump back to the Frenchie flashback, correct?
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. and it's Frenchie tailing Lamplighter. Lamplighter has some arm candy around you know, walking the red carpet into like a club party or His, his non-staff arm. He's got some eye yes, candy. Yes, of course. Of course, of course. But Frenchie's just tailing him from the other side of the street, smoking a cig when his phone rings. And it's Sherry on the line telling him that J.O.D. she's freaking out. Frenchie's trying to say, well, take him to the hospital. And Sherry doesn't even give him a chance to respond. She says, Serge, come right now and then hangs up. Yeah, Frenchie doesn't get a word in edgewise. And he's under the impression that either his friend is OD'd and going to die because it doesn't sound like Sherry is going to take him to a hospital or do I stick with the mission and tail lamplighter? It's an impossible situation.
1: Yeah, seriously.
2: Um... But Frenchie leaves and he gets to jay in time and you know brings him back too out of the overdose but he says i have to leave right away you know i have to get back to what i was doing sherry and jay don't understand and they get they get pissed at frenchy which i did not appreciate
1: Yeah, like what the fuck? He literally was in the middle of something, ran back, saved Jay. Yeah, after giving him CPR, useless Cherie was standing there. Sounds
0: like me versus you guys this episode because I was on their side. I was like, dude, whatever you have going on right now, your best friend is fucking dying. You better fucking stay with him right now. Like he
2: came back and saved him on the drop of a dime when he was already clearly like busy. And I understand that like that kind of takes priority over everything. But as we you're choosing your job over your friend. Yeah, but his job has lives lives at stake. Like he was tailing this person so that he doesn't do anything dangerous. I, I was so team Frenchy. I
1: understand that they probably don't know what he was doing. He he can't tell them because it's like super secret CIA shit or whatever. Um, so I get why they're upset, but I mean, come on! Like he did go save you. Like you you are okay. All he said to sheree was like all you have to do is make sure he doesn't fall asleep keep talking to him and they well jay looked up and said serge like all sad and he was like i'll be back like you know which real quickly this is the first right. serge or Sergey? serge serge yeah um serge that is his actual name yeah so it's not just uh, a what's it called like a title to call somebody,
2: like no, his his ran- I think Frenchie is a nickname. His real name Serge, but like only the homies
0: call me Serge. Well, this is the first time we've ever heard that. Yeah, which it's is actually sick. funny because that is a trivia thing. It's he's actually never in the comics. He was never given a name, so fans oh. were pretty happy to see that he is actually actually has a name That's in the, the show. Yeah, I mean, because- which is crazy to think. Because I mean, if the I'm assuming the comics are done. If all the comics are done, and like they never just touched on the fact that Frenchie has a name. I don't know if there was a reason to it, but yeah,
1: I mean, in all the wanted posters, all going on the news, it says like this unknown man.
0: So it's cool that you know, true. We've actually, yeah, it's always been unknown. We don't like someone like saw a picture of Frenchie. I forget what episode, and they're just like, I have no idea, like who that person is. So that's pretty off the grid. Good on that scene. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Moving on,
2: we get the van squad. I guess now they're the like Hyundai squad or whatever. This guy's car squad, but but butcher gives Annie as much of a compliment as he can and says I, I appreciate what you did back there mm. and Annie opens up and says you know all I could think was why would you pull the gun you stupid fuck <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too. At the yeah, time. I was like, why like,
0: did you pull the gun? She
2: says, maybe once it? I would have cried over him, but now he was just another
0: person in our way. And then Butcher gives the look to her, and she's like, I don't want your look of approval. I don't need it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she's like, she no, said, no. Like, I don't do that. He's like, what? He was like, that quiet look of respect. Like, that was the I don't want any of that, man. Like don't Another
0: addition give- from the comic, apparently in the comics as well, Butcher and Annie never meet. Never uh, have any conversation. So this is all just off the dome from the writers. One of is going to have to read the comics. I think well, I want to do it. Yeah, I want to do it after because yeah, sure. I, I feel like there are a lot of tie-ins.
1: Huey's, <laughs> Huey's got like little whimpers as the scene's going on because like he still <laughs> literally has a shard of metal in him. And he, the scene ends with Annie saying like, we're nothing alike.
0: Yeah. But in reality, they're a lot alike. Yeah yeah this, she's done a lot of growing to she's maturing and it's she's not obviously the same as butcher with she's more nice obviously but she's maturing to the point where she can just do these things just focus on what needs to be done and that's it
1: the fact that she felt nothing from killing that innocent man i was like dude what the fuck like, she's
0: just starting to think like one of the boys i mean i would if be you're part of the
2: boys you gotta you gotta be able to feel nothing when you kill someone
0: no I don't mean, kill she, innocent from how when Huey killed Translucent to how he is now. It's it's all right. Well, Translucent's
1: a terrible person. This is an innocent. He felt bad though.
0: I mean, when he blew up the dynamite, I'm pretty sure it was an accident too. Like, that was his first kill. No, he he was freaking out. He did on purpose. That wasn't an accident
2: no he had the trigger in his hand he he pulled the but trigger when he on pulled it i was like
0: he had like he was surprised I'm, i was like, he was like holy shit like, yeah, i just did this yeah. 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 yeah
2: are we good on that scene because we have a doozy coming up next with the other half of the boys that are still in what's the place called shady grove some stage center. Grove, grove center, center or something
0: like that
2: so frenchy is done with the bomb and then we get Lamplighter kind of just spilling the beans on what the operation here is at the facility. Like, un, like what's the word? Provoked?
1: Yeah, unprovoked. He just kind of says, you know, this they're trying to stabilize the V. They're like, M.M. says, explain. Like, out of nowhere, it's not like they were...
2: Like, this whole episode has been a heart to heart between Frenchie and Lamplighter. And I think Lamplighter is starting to understand that the boys are the good guys. Hell yeah. I which is he's... awesome because I would love for Lamplighter to be, you know, leaning towards the boys or sympathetic to their cause. Anyway, he says, Bot is using the center to try and stabilize the V infants handle it best. But with adults, sometimes you get, you know, powers. Sometimes you get a freak. Sometimes they just explode bought is trying to stabilize it so that you put the v in an adult in an adult arm anyone anytime anywhere you get a solid soup solid powers they don't tell me why they just make me burn the evidence
1: yeah mm had a good line in there where he was like why would they do that that literally fucks up their entire business plan that fucks up their movies fucks up their advertisements it fucks up literally everything and he was like i don't know that i just I'm here to dispose of the evidence. We know why. Now we do. We learn well, later yeah, in the episode. The yeah, fucking the insane.
2: Yeah, we'll get to that though. Moving on though, uh, Frenchie finally, we got the flashback. So we know at this point, but Frenchie shares with the group that where he was that night is his friend od He left to save him for a half an hour. And in that time, Lamplighter got away and did the
1: deed. What I really like about this scene when he says, You know, my friend OD, that's where I was gone for 30 minutes, came back. You were gone. The first thing Lamplighter says is, did your friend live? Yeah. I'm like, oh, Lamplighter listened, cared, and literally asked the question and wanted to make sure his friend was okay. I
2: I almost think that he asked that as a, was it worth it? Like, what was the end result? Like, you leaving cost two lives. Did you at least save one life? Yeah. Okay. I see that. And Frenchie says, I did, but I never saw jay again i never saw my friend again
0: and he died a couple months later from another od and to go back to the point horrible yeah that was horrible but and to go back to the point mother's milk says we would have let you off the hook at the time only making my case saying like you should have just fucking stayed like they were understanding at least i feel like maybe only mm would have been understanding maybe at the time butcher and mallory would have been like do the job but mm was at least you know trying to be there for
2: mm says after all these years why we would have let you off the hook if you had told us that like context is everything. And Frenchie hits some um, with a, uh, what makes you think I want to be let off the hook.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And th- the look that they're giving each other, like
0: <sighs> it's a sad look. It's like just a look like I'm addicted to this lifestyle kind of is Dude, what I thought. Frenchie's just like me, man. He will like
2: punish himself more than anybody else ever could. Yeah. Whenever he does something bad and now we get the cock attack <laughs> yeah we got some knocks at the door mm's the first one on the scene to kind of like investigate and we get this tentacle looking thing smash through the little window um and just wrap around mm's neck like try and pull him through the door and it's kimiko that like bust the door open basically. yeah kimiko whips open the door and just punches whatever the guy behind the tentacle is he goes down with a nice bossy imprint on his forehead it's love sausage man <laughs> and this is ten- name <laughs> and this tentacle just starts retreating
0: back to love sausage's pants yeah oh god and
2: m.m is just thinking was that his was
0: <laughs> that was his fucking dick was <laughs> that his
2: dick That's and frenchie's like guy.
1: don't be so close-minded <laughs>
2: <Yeah. Frenchy's the laughs> did you, i was gonna
1: ask did you guys know uh up that it was his dick until it started going up his pants. Oh, I,
0: I knew like once it came out of there, I knew because I remember seeing the dude with the schlong. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, I That's was like- a-
1: that that's a is penis. a giant uncircumcised penis. Yeah,
0: and that's what I that sold it to, the uncircumcised penis. <laughs> I, was I was like, just...
2: what's going on here? And then as the scene unfolded, I thought to myself, boy, that <laughs> tentacle does have a particularly phallic look
1: to it. <laughs> yeah. Emily was like, no way. I'm like, I'm telling you, that's a penis. She yeah. was like,
0: no way. I knew right away. I saw that thing bust open. I was like, that's a dick.
2: <laughs>
0: that <laughs> oh, my God. That man's poor wife.
2: <laughs> yeah, <honestly. laughs> that man does not have a wife. hundred percent, zero percent chance.
1: So we get them going through the hallways. They're trying to get out the front door, and then they're faced with Cindy. She's they at the throw front the door. bomb, though. They, they do. They the throw the bomb.
2: That's and, go ahead.
1: And Cindy, they throw the bomb, and all run behind the wall. And Cindy immediately crushes it, and it does absolutely nothing. So Cindy's approaching them. MMs like. Dude, Frenchie, I thought you said that would work Frenchie goes, I said I thought it would work
2: <laughs> The boys are scrambling mm-hmm. and, and right then Boy, they have never been so happy To see Stormfront come I, through the front doors I was going to say if I, they don't were know if they were,
0: I don't know if you would be no, I it's wouldn't like, say that is the right way to say that. It's the that, last okay, person you right, want right. to see. It, I see what you're, you're very, saying. Yeah, 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 I see what you're saying. It's the
1: last person you want to see, but you're grateful
2: that they're there. Enemy yeah.
0: of my enemy is my friend. Yes. For perfect. this split second, for like that
2: quarter of a second where she's well, killing, without quote unquote, the, killing without Cindy. Without the bomb, there was 0% chance they were escaping from Cindy. Yeah.
0: So, so it Stormfront, worked, it worked yeah. out
2: for them. Anyway, Stormfront comes in and electrocutes Cindy. So Stormfront was not afraid of Cindy. She she, she shut handled that business real quick. And there's kind of this moment where Lamplighter is exchanging looks with M.M. Frenchie. And she's calling out for Lamplighter.
0: She's like, Lamplighter, right. where are you?
2: And they are literally in the hallway adjacent to this, this open area space that Stormfront is in. And they're kind of hidden behind the wall and they're exchanging looks. And I was like, "Don't go out head. there." I thought he was like, "Don't spill the beans." Like, I thought he was just going to say, "Don't out. go out there." But Lamplighter walks out, and I had—I was holding my breath. This is showing oh, was what Lamplighter holding is holding re- my breath. This is showing what he's really about, and he covers for them
0: yeah that was really
2: well on his feet too incredible
0: he walks out to like confront like he has he's got his hands in his pocket i'm like dude you are just asking to get killed like all this like there are people dead everywhere the Mm. place is blown to smithereens and you just walk out casually like hands in the pocket like hey yeah yeah this this happens he comes out i'm
1: here and she goes i just killed what was it six patients outside or test subjects she calls them
2: Mm. Um, just what the fuck's going on yeah
1: and he was like ah dr carlson got the propanol dose wrong again well where's doc- dr carlton now
2: uh
0: he's, he's there he's there. in the hallway yeah. in the cafeteria <laughs> a and bit. a little bit i everywhere. like that line that was a good line too
2: and he immediately real good like starts walking away from the boys so he, he's covering for them
1: mm-hmm. yeah. she goes all right i'm gonna go see if there's any more that
0: escaped. clean up the mess yeah and you he reunites with the boys yeah right
2: so that takes us back to the other half of the boys van squad and Hyundai they are squad Hyundai squad. Yeah, come on, you changed it. The squad formerly known as Van Squad yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the hospital. And Huey's gonna be okay. Yay. We knew Huey was gonna survive.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, Starlight does say the doctor said they're gonna need a few days for the medicine to kick in. Mm-hmm. So they're stuck there for a few days. Butcher's like, we don't have a few days.
2: I think the whole Huey injury was just such a real such a good plot device to give Butcher and Annie one-on-one time it's perfect i mean it was so necessary because if butcher had an audience he would have kept his his steely demeanor and been an asshole but if it was just them that's the only way we could start peeling yeah, back the i virus. didn't really
0: think about that yeah that's so true and
2: i can't get over the fact that probably my favorite episode of the series as i've said had barely any huey
1: yeah he right? was yeah. crazy he was passed out basically the whole time there
2: was just so much going on but we're at the hospital and i like the scene between butcher and annie because they connect just, on just roasting just Kiwi. shitting yeah. on <laughs> it's so
1: she's, good she's like stroking cream. his head
2: while he's while he's not knocked out and says it starts she chuckling to laugh about herself. Shampoo. Yeah. And, and he's like
0: the strawberry yeah
2: l'oreal for kids strawberry smoothie i've seen the bottle I hate bullshit <laughs>
1: <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, this Axe body spray, like that's m- must be what Vin Diesel smells like."
2: And Butcher, this is one straight out of like a dad's playbook. He says every morning he slathers his bum with creamy Desitin. I swear he's got rashes down there.
0: What an asshole! <laughs> he's <laughs> so good to laughing together. Like I don't want to know yeah. that. We see I mean, the relationship starting to develop. It's blossoming. These. It's so it. yeah.
1: nice because Annie. Basically, this season is being introduced into the boys, right? And we already know they had an M.M. bonding episode. You know, are you dry wiping? Are you fucking
2: dry wiping? Yeah, so, they have. she has
1: been bonding so with everyone. Starlight yeah. and M.M. are good. Starlight and Kimiko are good. Yeah. Um, Starlight and Huey, obviously. obviously. Um, they're real good. They're banging. Um, <laughs> Frenchie's the only one. But Frenchie probably loves her. Frenchie's well, the best.
2: They had that scene... This episode where he was taking the tracker out of the neck. Oh, yeah. They seem chill there. They're yeah. like joking. French, so, who's going to hate French? Come on. <laughs> so Butcher's
1: basically the last boy. She, He's the last member who really can't accept her. So this episode is just them getting closer and closer.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Next scene. Next. Uh, yeah. Got... I mean, the last line there, she was like, you know, he, he never gives up on you, though. Right. And yeah, they say he's too good for either of us. And Butcher's like, yeah, he really is. And he
2: is. He's like the resident good guy. Well, M.M. is our resident good guy. But (laughs) Huey is also the canary. He's the canary. So moving on, we have a quick Maeve and Elena scene. Maeve is in the shower. Elena says, hey, I'm trying to Postmate some sushi. What do you want? Uh, Where's your phone? Maeve can't hear. She's in the shower. So Elena just takes it upon herself to get the phone. The phone is attached to the GoPro that the Deep got to Maeve earlier. And Elena sees the footage from the ship ge- or the plane going down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she hears
1: Maeve saying, oh, at least let's take these two. Homelander's in the background yelling, what, so they can tell the rest of the world we let the rest of them die? Like, absolutely not. The guy saying, like, you know, bye to my what?" The guy who's taking the actual video is saying, like, you know, Homelander and Maeve, they left us. Um, they're abandoning us to all die. And Elena is just watching this. But not saying a word. Yeah. She, she doesn't say a word for the rest of the scene. So Maeve comes out and she was like, oh, you were talking about Postmates? Turns the corner, yeah. sees the phone and is like, oh,
2: shit. And honestly, I just keep putting myself in the hypothetical that superheroes are real. Imagine being told by the media that superheroes are great they're superheroes you know they they are literally heroes and then seeing a video of superman letting a plane crash mm. and people you know taping these videos of themselves just resigning themselves to death and superman won't help them yeah that's elena right now that would be insane and yeah. especially if it's your girlfriend partaking mm-hmm. in this acts of treason so did we think that elena was like pissed at Mae for not doing anything in the video or do we think that she was just like i think it's both
0: like just shock yeah exactly i think it's just both i think she was like just expecting Maeve to be this perfect woman for her like mm-hmm. good person and then just seeing her just turn her back on all these people like because i think in the video too they clearly see like kids hugging like yeah. each other and all this stuff so she's I, just yeah actually, i
1: mean yeah. She, elena literally doesn't say a word for the rest she's yeah. just staring at Maeve. Maeve is saying, "Like what? Like I can explain. That's our out. I'm gonna show it to Homelander, and he's either gonna leave us alone, or I'm gonna upload it to CNN.
0: I think until she does that, Elena's not coming back into the picture. Yeah. If if Maeve ever does release it, um,
1: she goes on later. She's like, "I was scared. Like Elaine doesn't say anything. She's just looking at her with these, I like amazed eyes, and mm-hmm. she's like, "I was scared. I didn't know what to do." I know I should stand up to him. She's not saying a thing still. She goes, why are you looking at me like
0: that? I think she's trying in her head, trying to piece everything together. Like from what Maeve is saying, what she's from, what she's seeing in the video. I think she's just trying to, Come to her own conclusions, and, and she just can't say anything. It's impossible to rationalize it unless you know Homelander behind the scenes. Yeah, which exactly. Elena doesn't,
2: so it's just like mm-hmm. two she plus does. Two doesn't she, equal five. She for doesn't. Her. She
0: does know because Maeve has told her, but she doesn't like. She hasn't seen it. Is yes, well, yeah, she doesn't have the proof of concept exactly. Yet.
1: And that's the end of the scene. I yeah. mean, Elena yeah. doesn't say anything. They don't. Well, I don't know how they ended.
2: That was a short one, but a big one for Maeve and Elena. Mm-hmm.
1: Next on. one yeah. we yeah. get <laughs> is.
2: Hyundai squad.
1: Yeah. Well, no, no, it's not the Hyundai squad. It's. Um, oh,
0: you're
2: right. It's the, the
0: other. It's squad. the facility yeah, squad. MM's on the
1: phone. Former facility squad. For, <laughs> yeah. Facility. I, I <laughs> guess oh it's, it's, it's the, a, is ambulance squad. Just, it's the ambulance, yeah, ambulance squad. squad. No, yeah. I'm just making it difficult. So MM goes, yo, it was a close call, but Huey's going to be all right. Frenchie. Oh, bien. Hey, tell Butcher about the thick cock around your neck. And MM's like, yo, shut it. Oh that! Oh that was nothing. That was just Frenchie being Frenchie. Yeah, and and he kind of goes off to on a talk on the phone with Butcher. Then we and, get
2: Frenchie and Kimiko.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is a nice scene.
2: And it's finally Frenchie had to apologize. There's been too much tension between those two, and they're they're brother and sister, man. I like they're, it a lot, man. I've they're a the great relationship He knew he was he was way out of pocket yeah. and trying to kiss her. He says, "Hey, I'm sorry. For a long time, I was trying to save you because I thought it would make up for the things that I've done." but you never asked to be saved. I know now that you can't absolve me of my sins, so I'll leave you alone. It was good. Perfect. I think that's all I needed. Well-worded. That's all Kimiko wanted. The boys are back. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's happy. The Fung has been swayed. It's not happy for long. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> and
1: then all of a sudden, a SUV rolls up. MM's. I got to go. SUV squad? <laughs> solo SUV solo squad. Solo squad. Mallory walks solo out. Geez. MM, colonel. Colonel, <laughs> and she goes, "Where is he?"
2: So I thought it was interesting. Frenchie starts offering his condolences, and he said, "I know I didn't make the funeral, and and these past years, I wish I could have seen you." Has he not seen Mallory since the yeah, incident? They definitely
0: have. I'm pretty sure they've seen each. I was thinking the same thing, but I just think that maybe, like, I don't think they have. I don't think they have. i'm butcher- Mallory has seen Butcher only, and I feel like that's the only one. And
2: Huey, but I can't remember Frenchie. Seeing in the series Mallory. Butcher brought
0: It That's up It's crazy If that is true Yeah, we,
1: at, In the Haitian Kings hideout Butcher comes back And said I just had a meeting With the colonel And French is like Oh Mallory But you never actually see him together. This yeah. is like the first time probably no, since. Yeah, I,
2: we'll check are on that. Right. But no, I, you guys are I'm, I'm pretty right. sure. Yeah.
1: And poor Frenchie. I mean, he's pouring his heart out to her. He was probably thinking of what he would say in this moment for years and years and years.
2: Mallory doesn't give a fuck Mallory about just what goes, he's Where is he? Her eyes are seeing red and she's obviously looking for lamplighter. I guess they called her because they wanted her to be able to confront him. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, Lamplighter's in the ambulance and a really intense scene where Mallory finally gets this confrontation. This, the,
1: Yeah, I mean, the doors open up. She freaks out. She pulls a gun. Why isn't this man restrained? He says, no, it's okay. I
0: want it to come. So Lamplighter is... He's saying all the... He says all the right things in this scene, I think. Like, because she's pointing the gun at him too and he's like, honestly, like you'd be doing me a favor. Like, honestly, just shoot me.
1: Yeah, he says, let's... Uh, well, Mallory is freaking out, can barely hold it together. She She says, says, I thought, I I thought I was over this. I thought I was past this. It turns out I'm not at all. Yeah, we had to get
2: that quote. And
1: he says, you know, same with me. Like, let's put it both behind us. And he like kind of sits straight, straightens up in his chair and leans forward and is basically saying, do it. Like,
2: shoot me. Frenchie is the one that begs on lamplighter's behalf, though. And he says, you know, Mallory, it won't help you. You would only end his torment. You cannot punish him as much as he punishes himself. And I also
0: like the like the trust a little bit before that, too. I like when he's just like, there's no one in this world besides you who wanted him dead more than me. Like, Mm -hmm. I really like that line, too. And it's the truth.
1: And when he says, like, trust me, this is exactly how Frenchie feels. He hates himself more than anybody else because he left and because he left
0: he's basically thinking that this is more his fault than it is the actual person that did it like he's blaming himself more than he is lamplighter in this situation it, to me it seemed like yeah
1: so when he is laying this all out there saying you know nobody can punish him more than himself this is it feels like he's speaking about how frenchy himself feels
2: yeah um uh. To end this scene, Mallory asks, "Well, if I, if I can't shoot him, what exactly do you propose we do with them?" And That's the end of the scene, dude. What? Lamplighter <laughs> is now with the boys. We literally okay. The boys are going to become have, the seven. It's in their it's going to be split. Have So many soups. Yeah, that are like, yeah.
1: Let's let's list them off. So we got Mave, the Deep. The Deep is getting a train to get in on it, yeah. right? And then Starlight, we got obviously. Starlight, Go and lamplighter all if this Is comes seven.
0: Did you count on seven
1: I, that was Eight, seven three, that three.
0: was weird oh <laughs> anti-seven baby we
2: wow <laughs> wowie that'd be crazy
0: if,
1: if it's gonna come down to like seven homelander and stormfront marching with an well, we'll get to that. In
2: a yeah. Second. yeah, we're yeah, one. Yeah. Scene let's away. let's cover this. Right, last let's scene. go to the scene. Okay, so we have Stormfront and Homelander, and this they're having it out. There's seen. been ri- there's been rising tensions between them because of Stormfront lying and Homelander just seeing right through her bullshit, and. She, Stormright comes in, says, let me explain. And Homelander says, flapping your gums again. Like, all I hear is lies, this, that, and the other thing. Flap,
1: flap, flap goes that little mouse.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and Stormfront gets real serious because Homelander starts threatening. What does he say? He, well, he says,
1: uh, I was thinking about that conversation we had. Where he about- said, you don't break easily.
2: I've been thinking about that part a lot. Yeah. Right? yeah.
1: Which makes me think, was he holding back? On his laser eyes, lasering her, in her tits.
2: Probably Beca- because definitely, yeah. I mean, he has control over it because because the he bottom heated up the milk. Yeah. yeah, so I don't think he mm-hmm. was going a hundred percent. Interesting. So <laughs> what? It would be
0: interesting. I just want if, to see them full out a hundred percent fight.
2: Well, Stormfront right
1: now might think that she can withstand like Homelander's. Like you know not full power but like his laser eyes or whatever right do you think she can she does look scared
2: stormfront knows her place i think i I like i I feel like
1: all just questions we cannot answer there's just no way for us to know i feel like uh stormfront is putting herself a little bit closer to power level of homelander than it actually
0: is i mean she's definitely the number two hero that we've seen she's like by far the second strongest like Mm -hmm. i think it's like tier one, definitely Homelander, tier two, definitely Stormfront, and then like everybody else. Yeah.
1: Okay. But I digress.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> we mean
1: these tangents, man. So we get back to Stormfront and Homelander, and she says, No more lies. I will tell you everything, starting with this. Walks over to a chest, she opens it up, we see the old Liberty uniform in there. Crazy. She, she picks up some pictures and brings it over to him. And this is the picture we saw earlier um it was last episode on stormfront's desk that's what starlight, starlight saw saw yeah and thought was her mother yeah. to which homelander says your grandmother
0: no my
1: daughter that
0: was crazy <laughs>
1: wait how old are you I was born in 1919 in Berlin, but she says it in the real German. Yeah.
0: And I I was going to actually comment on that too, saying like, I like the little subtle, like perfect hit, like uh, accents of German. She does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So
2: then she starts going back into this, this wooden box with just all of her old Liberty stuff. And she shows him pictures of her with higher up Nazi personnel, Heinrich Himmler. That's Goebbels. And of course the most important man in the room, Frederick Vaught.
1: Yeah. She's wearing a wedding dress and they're underneath a Nazi
2: banner. Yeah. We get, we get all of Stormfront this scene. She says, this was so great. Frederick Vaught (laughs) gave me the first successful V injection. Then we fell in love and he gave me a daughter. He made me and his genius made you Homelander. Frederick didn't care about all that shallow bullshit and stuff. What he really cared about was, and then she really gets into it. And I have the whole quote, and I think it's important to do kind of her whole monologue here. Too, Hell
1: yeah. It's so all the, the opening line. Yes. Yeah.
2: We are in a war for our our culture. The other races are grinding us down and taking what is rightfully ours, but we can fight back with an army of Superman millions strong because this is Vought's true destiny. And you will be the man who will lead us. You are everything that we dreamed of. So I love you with all my heart. How could I not? everyone I have ever loved is in the ground. And then I found you, we found each other. And now neither of us has to be alone ever
0: again. And that is the truth. Dude. I have chills just remembering that scene because she delivers that speech so perfectly literally lays everything out on the line is just, it had to be true. Yeah. This is all, this is me giving you everything that I know and you better like, you know, open yourself up or at least let me be with you.
1: She, yeah. Homelander grabs her kind of with both hands. You don't really know what's going to happen and just pulls her in. kissing her. Yep. I mean, like, oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Like in a million years, I never would have thought that the show was going to be Nazis trying to take over the
0: world. Like what? Yeah. So everything's coming together. We find out that the reason uh, there was those test subjects is because they're looking to form an army of supermen to literally just take out all the minorities of the world yeah like are you kidding me i never yeah watching season one of the boys i never would have thought this would have been in turn into essentially a race war but it is it's, and but it's done so well it's just executed perfectly it makes sense when
2: once they started revealing that Vaught yeah. was from way long ago nazi times nazi. they were doing studies under the nazi organization it makes sense all of this fits and to just find out that Stormfront is the center. A, a, of and all. Kyle sent in a note to us. He said that Stormfront is not a neo Nazi. She's a straight up Nazi because she's from 1920. So yeah. she is literally from like Hitler's regime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's important. It's I don't know if we thing.
0: mentioned it either, but it, I think it's important to mention that her and Frederick fought yeah, they were married. Like they Correct. were in love with each other. Correct. Mm-hmm.
1: That's why she's so in love with Homelanders. Like in one of the quotes in there that Brian just said is, he made me and his genius made you. Yeah. Like she is obsessed with him because you are the one to lead us. You are like, what but she she's, she's
2: obsessed with fulfilling Vault's vision and Homelander is the blonde-haired, blue-eyed the tool in which she's allowed to do that. So I yeah. It, it's, I thought it was
0: really cool too. Just because when they first meet, Stormfront, it must be it must, it was probably all just a test to see like how mentally stable Homelander was. But like when they first met, she was just. <laughs> Shitting on him left and right, just letting him have the business. She
1: played it cool though. It was all
0: along. But then once Homelander put his foot down, she was like, okay, this is actually the guy I want to follow and be with. Let me tell him everything that I know. But we get the Golden Girls theme song playing. Thank
2: you for being a friend. (laughs) Unbelievable. And our last scene is while the Golden Girls are rolling. We have Cindy hitchhiking down the road. What's going to so happen with her? The most dangerous soup that we've seen, bar Homelander, is out and, and about, about and just unleashed. She and
1: unsupervised, uh, like nobody she has knows no about her
2: affiliation. Nobody she's,
1: knows about her. Nobody knows where she's going. She also has
0: that look on her face, like I don't give a fuck. When she has her thumb holding out, her face is like pl- she's plotting. She's I ready to ho- do. I hope things. she's smart. I hope yeah. she doesn't just go on like.
2: A killing spree of innocent people i hope she she's methodical and has
0: has some wits around her and i, I don't I know what her motivations too, are but she has to be fucked bought i think she's definitely like straight edge because when like we saw it earlier she was just like i don't like liars like i think she's yeah. gonna be kind of like a storm front in the fact that like she'll follow what she believes is right so i can't wait to see what cindy has to offer i mean what
1: driver she's walking with her back to the lane like the passing traffic and a driver stops after seeing seven bullet holes in her back like (laughs) through her (laughs) sweatshirt which i totally didn't even realize i thought cindy was completely submitted by stormfront I guess no we,
0: no. we all like that was literally the last thing before this scene. The last thing we saw was her, yeah, dead, like, quote unquote, on the floor, electrocuted.
1: Yeah, and I guess Lampletter just he was supposed to clean it up, and he went with the boys. So Cindy just regained consciousness and
0: w- went she on was, her merry way. And ha, no one's been able to take a full blast from Stormfront yet, and she, she did. She's, <laughs> she's, the, she's, she's
1: the most terrifying fucking there. there.
2: That's not true. Kimiko and Kenji got blasted without dying. Kenji's dead. yeah from the electrocution and kimiko has regenerative power so maybe not the best example i don't think think that's a lethal kill no but i think that
0: goes back to the fragile hero not fragile hero like kimiko and cindy are now like they're not fragile because kimiko obviously takes like we saw her take a bullet earlier she might have been holding back too.
1: stormfront might have some extra extra uh ammo in the uh the
0: Regardless, I'm all in for seeing more of Cindy and what she, this is adds another dimension to the show.
2: We have two episodes left and I think it's going to be a lot of Huey because we just had probably only one third of an episode of Huey and I, is do you black we're C- gonna
0: come back man? do you think
2: cindy's gonna play a big role the rest of this season or do you think that's just i could see them no, not even mentioning her the next two episodes and that just being a third season thing
0: yeah i was literally just gonna say i think her be fine her right? appearance might be like a season finale kind of thing and mm-hmm. then maybe next season is when we get a little bit more about her she's a wild
2: card and it i really love is. it because she just has no affiliation like i said she nobody is keeping her in check and it's it's great All right, two
1: more episodes until we have to wait months and
0: months and months (laughs) for season three. But I have a bang, kill Mary if we want to do it. Oh, let's do it. Because we haven't, so we've touched, we've gone over every, like most of the people in the seven, at least for the most part. So time to go to the other end. Let's talk about our boys, the The boys. boys? Let's do it. So right here we have M.M., Frenchie, and Busher, The homies, the boys. All
1: right, it's it's clear cut in my head right away butchers getting the ax yep okay butchers getting butchered
0: be on that tur- we're all on that page but i'll let you finish but we're all on that page yeah. butchers getting butchered <laughs> frenchies getting
1: the penis and i'm marrying the shit out of mm are you kidding me the way he would talk to me on the phone hey sweetie oh, don't- so true. <laughs> oh i'm yeah. so sorry i forgot to tell
0: don't you dare watch that episode without me this might be an easy bank he'll marry but yeah i agree it's I we need to do it though i love i think mm is the He's the done. most fatherly figure, like, by far out of everyone. Frenchie's a recovering kind of part-time drug addict. Frenchie's so. wild, though. Yeah, he's wild. And that would make for a great one night. Like, just do <laughs> a bunch of drugs, you know, whatever. But Butcher's obviously getting the ax. That's just It's the same. Yeah, yeah, nothing the new same here exactly. for the same reason. But we just had to do
2: a bank. M-M- M.M.'s the best. Frenchie. Yeah. We yeah. just
0: did the booth. Let's go.
1: All right. That's going to do it for us. If you like what you heard, we have other episodes covering the seventh and final season of the CW's The 100, Netflix's Cursed, Starz hit series Spartacus, Haunting of Hill House, and much more to come. If you're on the World Wide Web, give Bingetown TV a follow on Twitter and Instagram, and be sure to subscribe to our show on Spotify and Apple. Once again, we are Bingetown TV, and thank you so much for listening.
2: Let's go up, dog.